Hey, it's Pastor Dudley Rutherford of Shepherd Church, and thank you for joining us today on our podcast called Godly Goosebumps. It's a podcast that's built around telling stories. That's that's why we're here. We want to tell stories that only God can orchestrate. So if you enjoy hearing those types of stories, uh, make sure you subscribe, hit that subscribe button, and uh, you can follow us at godlygoosebumps.com. You can learn more about us at that website, but Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and again, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, make sure you subscribe. And if you have any stories uh, that you that you know about or something that you've heard, go to our website and uh, send that in. You might be surprised if we use your story on this podcast. When we sat down and really thought about a name, we came up with Godly Goosebumps. We wanted something that you could remember that you didn't need to hear two or three, four or five times to, to get that ingrained. Just one time, Godly Goosebumps. What's that about? Just so, stories that you hear that almost seem impossible. But as you sit down and you hear the story, it draws you to believe that there is a God because God certainly works behind the scenes in all of our lives. I think of Psalm 115 verse 3 that says, Our God is in heaven and he does whatever pleases him. The Bible says that his ways are higher than our ways. You know, we can try to figure out God, but, you know, we can't really trace God, but we have to trust in God. God has a story and a purpose for your life. He has a purpose for my life. And when our paths cross, like at this very moment you're listening to this podcast, there's something in this story that's going to resonate with you. There's something in this story uh, that God is going to speak to you. And he speaks to us in different ways, different times, but it's still God, the one who is speaking. And so today's story, and, and every time you listen to this podcast, you're going to hear a new story. Uh, I, I doubt that you've heard these stories before. If, if you have, it's, it's, this will be a different twist on that story. But today's story is called Hidden Treasure, Hidden Treasure. It starts with a man named Dr. Russell Conwell, who was an orator. He was a lawyer. He was a minister who lived in the late 1800s. I've read many of his books. Russell Conwell traveled the United States, and he was a powerful preacher, an orator, and he would tell different stories. And today's story is a story that we are in dire need of hearing today. It's a story about a man who owned this large farm in the Indus River in southern Asia. This old farmer grew gardens and grain fields and orchards upon his lush land. But one day he heard about an immense wealth that could be gained through the diamond industry, and he was quite intrigued. With a handful of diamonds, an advisor told him you could purchase an entire country. And with a mine of diamonds, you could place your children on thrones. And so this old man, he sold his farm and he left his family in the care of a neighbor and he embarked on a quest for the precious stones that were sure to make him unbelievably wealthy. But the search became 
protracted and painful. While traveling arduous miles through the valleys of the Himalayan mountains, the deserts of Palestine, and across the diverse terrain of Europe, the farmer continued to mine for the elusive diamonds, and time after time he would come up empty. He got really, really discouraged. And finally, standing on the shore of Barcelona, Spain, depressed, afflicted, penniless, he ended his life by casting himself into the violent incoming tide, never to be seen again. Back home, the man who had purchased the farmer's land took his camel to the garden to drink one afternoon. And when that camel dipped its nose into the transparent water of the shallow stream, the man noticed a strange flash of light coming from the sand. He reached down and extracted from the cool waters a dark stone possessing an eye of light that reflected all the colors of the rainbow. He carried it into the house, he set it on a mantle, and he went on his way. Sometime later, a visitor to the man's house noticed the curious pebble over the fireplace. He examined it, and he said, this, this is a diamond. The man said, no, it isn't. It's nothing but a stone. I, I found it right here in my garden. Together, the two men ran to the garden and stirred up the sands of the brook with their hands and discovered other diamonds that were more beautiful and valuable than the first. Thus, the land sold by the poor old farmer became the diamond mines of the Golconda, one of the richest diamond mines in the history of mankind. Do you want to know something intriguing? You too have a treasure sitting in your own backyard. Oh, it's there. More likely, it's sitting on your coffee table or your bookshelf or in a closet or a dusty box in the garage. The treasure is the Bible, the very words of God. Psalm 19.10 describes as more precious than gold. I challenge you to look in your Bible. Look up Psalm chapter 19. Go to verse 10. Psalm 19 verse 10. And it says that the word of God is more precious than gold. Proverbs 8, verse 11 depicts the Bible as better than rubies. Not equal to rubies, better than rubies, which speaks of its infinite worth. But Dudley, you say the Bible is so old, it's, it's too big, there are too many pages, and whenever I, I've tried to read it, I, I don't even know where to start or how to go through it, so I, I just give up. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, don't give up. Pick up that Bible. Start to read it. It is, it, is, it is worth more than gold. It is far more valuable than rubies. I'll break it down for you just a little bit. There are 66 books within the Bible. The Bible is one book made up of 66 different. A lot of people don't know that. They think it's just one big book. It is one big book, but there are 66 books within it. 39 books in the Old Testament, 27 books in the New Testament. I know you say, well, that's a lot of reading. Well, fiction authors such as John Grisham, J.K. Rowling, Daniel Steele have almost written just as many novels, and you've probably read all of them or ones like them. You could read the Bible. Why don't you pick up a Bible and start reading it today? The Old Testament records the origin and history of mankind. Think about that. You want to know where we came from? Pick up a Bible. Read the Old Testament. 
God's law and a plethora of psalms to praise the Lord and bring comfort to people. Read the book of Psalms. You'll find comfort. Are you hurting right now? Read through the book of Psalms. You need wisdom? Read the book of Proverbs. The books of Isaiah, Jeremiah, Daniel reveal prophecy and much more. The first four books of the New Testament are the Gospels, which record the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. You want to know about Jesus Christ? Read Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. They were eyewitnesses. They were there. They saw Jesus. They heard the teachings. They saw the miracles. They wrote down what they saw, what they heard. Letters to the early Christian churches, such as the 13 letters written by the Apostle Paul, outline sound theological doctrine and tells tells us about God's love and plan for, for all of humanity. And, of course, the book of Revelation provides vivid imagery and details of the last days when God will judge the entire world during the final battle between good and evil and the beginning of all things new when there will be a new heaven and a new earth, as the Bible describes, and God will make his dwelling place with man. Oh, God's word is a treasure, my friend. And I want to encourage you to read it and understand that it is so valuable. It is the very words of God. If you could just if you could just understand that the Bible, the Bible, it's the words of God. The Bible says those words are God breathed. That God, through the Holy Spirit, directed people to sit down and write these words. It's not like any other book in the world. It is a book that is fully, truly inspired by Almighty God. It's a love letter from God to you. Have you you ever received a love letter from someone who loves you? Oh, you you got your first love letter. You might have been in junior high school or high school, and, and you read that thing and read it again and read it over and over again you read it until you had it memorized and somebody said i love you and you you said oh i love you and you you saw those words and they meant something to you well the bible is god's love letter to you every word every paragraph every sentence every chapter every book is god in heaven writing a love letter to you, explaining to you, explaining to me that he loved us so much that he saw us in our hopelessness and our despair. He saw us in our sin and our transgressions. And God leaves heaven and he comes to this earth in the form of a baby. And he lives 33 years and then he goes to the cross and he dies there on the cross for your sin and for mine. Oh, it's the greatest love story of all time. And I want you to know that that book is more valuable than any other book that you own. It's more valuable than any television show or movie that you might watch. The time that you spend on social media, oh, just turn all that off for a little bit and pick up a Bible. It's a hidden treasure. And it's in your own, it's in your own backyard.
The Bible says in Matthew 13, verse 44, that the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. And when a man found it, he hid it again. And then in his joy, he went and sold all that he had, and he bought that field. And Jesus is telling us that the kingdom of God is worth more than anything that this world has to offer you. If you took everything that this world has to offer and you put it on one side of the scale and on the other side of that scale you put the Bible and you put the truth of Jesus Christ and his love and his grace and his salvation, that Jesus and his kingdom is worth more than all the treasures that this world has to offer. Thank you for listening to this story, Dudley Rutherford, on our podcast, godlygoosebumps.com. Be sure to go to our website, learn more about us, follow us on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and you'll get a story week after week after week. And send us your story. We'll read it here on this podcast. God bless you and thank you for joining us.